raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. Oh, I appreciate Boss Man getting the text line warmed up for us. I <laughs> come in to people not happy with one Jeff Rickard in Charlotte Sports today. This is why he is a vet in the business. He holds on to his number one draft take this Ricky. entire offseason. And then he drops a, I think Carolina should take Will Levis a day before the draft. I hope he's listening. I would love for him to come in and talk a little bit more about Will Levis, even though I know some of the listeners don't want to hear the Will Levis take. As soon as it seems like Bryce Young is 100% the selection, where even if we had our Will Levis blip on the radar via Reddit, nobody fell for it as far as the reporters go. Maybe some of you betters did, but all the reports, all of the latest mock drafts, the final editions, nobody is running away from it. They're still staying put with Bryce Young being the pick. And the old vet, the old wily vet, Jeff Rickard, coming in and saying, nope, give me Will Levis. Ricky! 93S2, the body. Top five in athletic testing. See, this is what I love, man. I love it. Holding on to that kind of take. Are you going to sway? Are you going to drop a bomb on us and go back to Anthony Richardson? Wes, are you going to stay put with Bryce Young for today? Uh, Well, I told you I was still five toes down, man. I still think it's going to be. I think Bryce Young is still the favorite, but it's just weird, man. I feel like nothing comes out for nothing. And the Will Levis thing, I mean, they were talking about it on SportsCenter. So it wasn't just like a cult thing. Yeah. But I still feel like they got out for a reason. And I feel like we could be in for a surprise tomorrow night. But, uh, oh, uh, yes. No, I want it. Give me the crazy. You Are you about to go? All right, so you have 10 toes. Uh-huh. We've, we've documented this plenty of times, <laughs> how many toes you have. Uh-huh. A few different times, all of your 10 toes were down for Anthony Richardson being the pick. Yeah. And then it swayed. Mm-hmm. And then it went to Bryce Young. And then I just planted a little seed into the brain of Anthony Richardson after Scott Fitterer commented, like, okay, okay, hold on. Now I got to divvy up the toes. I want to know how your toes are divvied up. You got (laughs) 10, Wes. So how many toes are divvied for Bryce, Anthony Richardson, and now Will Levis? Zero for Stroud. Let's go four, 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 uh, Bryce Young, three for Richardson, (gasps) three for Levis. Four for Bryce? Yeah. You think... You barely. It's, I mean, like I said, nothing gets said oh, for nothing. Yes. See, this is what's great. And the gambling eyes changed off of that too. That's another part to this. Seriously, like, this is not just something that happened and everybody's like, oh, you know, whatever. Like the gambling odds changed. Something's the, the, going they're, they're, on. The, the gambling odds are fickle, though. 
because they will go to where the money goes, right? So if anybody yeah. sees that Reddit page and they are duped by it, and then they put the money down, then the Vegas odds start to shift a little bit, but it has not shifted anybody else as far as any major reporter. I don't see any major reporter, any major insider, even the ones that like to give you hot takes. I'll say Chris Sims is is someone that likes to give you some of the hotter takes out mm-hmm. there, right? Fine. You can still like his talent evaluation, whatever. But even some of those guys... They're all rolling with Bryce, but you only have it barely above a 33% chance that Bryce Young is going to be the first pick. Yeah, like I said, I, I just, it. I've i seen it, and there's been a lot of surprise picks over the years, and I just feel like, like I said, Vegas, man, they know stuff. <laughs> Dude, this Will Levis stuff, it is alive. It is alive on sports radio, 92.7 WFNZ. That really gave me an energy boost. I was ready to go. I know Fiddy gave us a little bit of a Ric Flair woo coming in, maybe just a little softer version. But now that Will Levis is back in our lives after yesterday, I'm ready to roll. Let's hit the ground running. We pulled up to the scene. Bus driver, little country, open up the doors. Let's get off the bus. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! Kick it! I can feel it. So, would Will Levis being the selection get you as hype as the Panthers hype video did on Twitter? Which one leaves you more hyped, Wes, for this whole draft selection process? Luke Keekley narrating the video on Panthers social media account or Roger Goodell announcing Will Levis would be the number one overall pick? Well, I don't know who's more the wild card on the show, me or Fiddy, but Fiddy definitely says what's on his mind. I say what's on mine. That Panthers hype video was awful. Let's just keep you it a bean. Like it? it was terrible. It never crescendoed. If you're going to start with a haunting chant in the background of hope, can I get some build? Because you know I'm a part producer, okay? Yeah. Can I get some build up? Can I get some crescendo? Can I get something to get the blood pumping? They just leave you hanging. They keep it at one level the entire video. And the people just standing back there doing the hope thing. Hope. I was like, okay, is this thing going to start building? Can I get some boom, 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 And then some crazy music highlights. Like, you get none of that. It was awful. But but what about Luke Keekley's narration? Awful. No, man. And I know he didn't write that poem either. He had a ghostwriter. That's okay. He had a ghostwriter, man. You know what? So did Dr. Dre, and he still gave us And as hype as Luke used to get, as hype as Luke used to get, you can't tell me you can't build that thing and have... Luke getting hyped at the end, tear sleeves off or something like that. Now, like, give me something. Now that would have been cool. Yeah. I can't argue see, that. You see the producer in if, me right if, there. If, if you if you want to see Luke Keekley tear off the sleeves in that video, I can't sit here and tell you I wouldn't have. It would have been see lit. That. It would have been fantastic. Could we have some kind of transition from the choir based feel and then go just all out? Y'all thought I was finished? That's what I'm saying. That's what we needed. (laughs) Then you could have transitioned it from the opera house to the field Uh with Luke out there getting the crowd hype. Oh, I see. I didn't hate it, though. I wasn't running around, patting my chest, ready to run through a brick wall. (laughs) But I didn't hate it. This is the number one pick. This is the first time you've had the number one pick since 2011. I tried to watch it twice to give it a second chance. I said, I'm going to go back through this again just to see if my first opinion was right. 
And after I watched it the second time, I said, yeah, it's confirmed. Can, can I tell you, though? Can I tell you that it was better than whatever the weird graphic was that Houston posted? Like, they were on some weird, like, oh, okay, you hang out in the dark with no lights on, praying to something I don't know what type <laughs> of stuff. They were in their fields. Houston, for their number praying two Praying to the gods. Yeah, I don't I don't know what, though. Like, I don't know what. The, the graphic was for weird. I saw Mike Golick Jr. quote a tweet of the – I need to look that up. Um, but Mike Golick Jr. quote tweeted their tweet and said, Houston, y'all good? Like, is everything okay down there <laughs> in number two land? We I got to check that out. We're, we don't know. We're at the top here at number one land. But we wouldn't know what's going on with two. And by the way, we have a mock draft melee coming up later on. Jonathan Jones, real tapped into the NFL type of guy. And he plays it old school as far as the mock drafts go. He gives you two. He gave you one early on, and this is going to be his last mock draft that he released. And boy, is it pretty nuts. And Carolina, maybe not so surprising at one, but at least to where we started the offseason. Wes, I'm excited as hell for this thing. Like, even after number one, which has us hyped as Carolina Panthers fans, getting the face of the franchise and having your pick of anybody that you want to afterwards... This thing is really going to get crazy at number two overall, and I think it's going to be crazy the rest of the first it's round. It's going to be crazy at one. What are you talking about? The draft uh, starts yeah, at yeah, one, okay? This draft about. starts at one, uh-huh. and then after that, it, it's always – you can predict maybe the first – most drafts I watch, maybe the first two, three picks go according to plan, and then after that, all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. This draft, all hell is breaking loose unless we get some leaks – beforehand that are certified all hell is going to break loose at 8 o'clock when it's time for the Panthers to make that pick. So I'm even if I don't even if I am 10 toes down with Bryce Young and you are splitting the toes up amongst three different QBs even if that is happening, I am very excited for not only number one, but as soon as number two hits, then we could see QBs fall in a way that we did not expect at the beginning of this entire thing. Yeah. And I just don't know how much they're going to fall. After we thought four QBs could go in the top five, mm-hmm. I didn't know just how many could fall all the way to like 10, 11, 12. That might be a real thing that happens. And so we'll get to the mock draft melee at one o'clock. Right after that, by the way, John Ledyard, fantastic break down of the NFL draft. He's always giving you some of that. So we're going to bring you some of that in the one o'clock hour as well. I have another video question for you. So we talked about the hype video for Carolina. Mm -hmm. Did you see the Canes video? Not Hurricanes. I don't want to hear your lifelong Islander talk. Oh yeah, let's talk about game five. They're done after. They're done. They're done soon. You said that yesterday. Yeah, but they'll be done next game. They'll return the favor and come get you in New York. So so some lifelong fan that he's been for, what is it now? like 80 hours, something like that, maybe a little bit longer, carry the two, whatever. <laughs> but did you see the Canes, the fast food franchise video that had C.J. Stroud, Bijan Robinson, and Bryce Young all eating, and everybody was praising them for skipping out on the coleslaw while eating. Was that a boss move? Is that something that would advance their draft stock in your mind? All three of them passing on the coleslaw. Is that something you're about? 
I, I mean, why did they? I mean, is Canes, do they have the, a bad reputation for not having good coleslaw? Really? Because I particularly like it. Well, really, we could just ask the question, do you like coleslaw? Here? I do. And it actually was something that grew on me later in my life. When I was a kid, I always thought it smelled good, but I never eat it. But then as I got older one day, I said, I'm going to try a little bit of this, man, and I love it now. So I feel like people were trying to take away your Southern card when you said you didn't like banana pudding. Now, I will flip the rolls here because I don't like coleslaw. Some people were favoring it, though. I mean, Fiddy, you don't like coleslaw, but we can agree that coleslaw is somewhat of a Southern thing. When you talk about barbecue, it does feel like that belongs in the South Yeah, somewhere. man. Oh, yeah, like if I'm at a cookout and there's no coleslaw, even though I don't eat it, I'd rather eat a napkin than eat coleslaw. I'm still going to leave. <laughs> and fish fry. Yeah, right. Like, that's very Southern thing. Yeah, 100%. man. 100%. And so I've liked some new versions, I guess, but it's not anything that I've ever ordered. Yeah, I enjoy it. And I will tell you, this is something amongst our show where we will talk about some fast food, no doubt about it. I don't think any of us have ever been to Cane's, right? No, we don't have one around here right. to go to. Fitty, you've never been. I know you've got the South Carolina blood in you. You've never been to a Cane's before, correct? Uh, yeah. That is correct. I raised cane, but I've never had raising cane. Were you trying to think of that joke as you were answering? Well, no, you decided to cue me up as I was, like, reaching away from the microphone to get some computer paper. Yeah, I mean... It kind of caught me off guard. I I was trying to stall enough for you to get back in position. But, but, you know, I do appreciate the mic time. I don't get enough on here. (laughs) I was listening to uh, Steve Sarkeesian actually on the pivot, and I'll tell you what I do admire B. John Robinson for. You know, that man had a Lamborghini NIL deal at Texas and was riding around in a Lamborghini. What? Bijan is the truth. What? Bijan is the truth. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. You know what, Wes? You always accuse me of only wanting to pay Swag them quarter daddy. You always accuse me of only wanting to pay them basically nickels and dimes for one rush attempt. For Bijan, I might pay a whole dollar. Okay. He's unbelievable, dog. <laughs> I mean, I knew no, about him in college, but he when is. I was sitting and watched footage of him, he's one of the best running backs I've seen come out in a long time. His footwork, Marshall Falk 2.0, oh, baby. okay. Woo! I like it. Um, All he needs is Mike Martz. Mm-hmm. The offense of genius. That's to right. Make sure I, uh, he can get what's the most the out of him. Not Sean McVay. Yeah. Not Sean McVay. Um, all right. We're going to, yeah. 864 said they have a Canes in Charleston. Somebody else said the closest Canes is in Chapel Hill and out east like that. Some other people are giving their barbecue takes about coleslaw. And uh, we'll get to all of the text messages here in just one moment. My next question to you to answer on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. After this offseason let's just say that bryce young will be the pick will the selection of bryce young be the final piece in what looks like a finally stable run franchise after the last couple of seasons we've had with matt rule is bryce young the final piece is he the final infinity stone did i use that right Mm. yeah look at me okay okay is he the final infinity stone coming up next wesson walker Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
a, a lot of stuff in that first segment on Weston Walker. Panther hype video, Kane's video, Will Levis picks. Boss man deciding to go full Will Levis just a day from the draft after this entire offseason. I guess I didn't know which way he was leaning, but I didn't know it was going to be Will Levis right then and there. But here it is, and he's not the only one that is on the Will Levis bandwagon as far as what he should be. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that think he will be the second QB taken. And we'll get to some more of that analysis a little bit later on in the show. I want to hear from you, though. Text us. Garage Door Guru text line. Oh. 704-570-9610. Joey from Huntersville. We were talking about coleslaw because the prospects all passed on it in the Canes video. Mm-hmm. The fast food franchise, Canes. Joey from Huntersville said, not all coleslaw is created equal. I do hear from my friends that there is a huge variance in how coleslaw is made. I don't know how many people are. There's a lot of different types. How many people are sugar coleslaw people? I Look, we can't really talk about it as much because we don't need it. Me and you, Fiddy. I know Wes does a little bit. I know a lot of people do like a lot of sugar in their coleslaw, so you can tell us about that. 704 also asked, uh, what's with the toes analogies? So it all started. Well, they must be late to the party. Yeah, that's okay. Well, hey, welcome aboard. The door's wide open. The toes analogy refers to Wes, I don't know, probably over a month ago, right? When you were saying you were 10 toes down. Yes. That Anthony Richardson was going to be the pick. It was not who you wanted Carolina to pick. You were predicting that Carolina was going to pick Anthony Richardson, and you were all the way in. Mm-hmm. But since then, you've moved off of it to now a 4-3-3 split because mm-hmm. you're just not as sure anymore. So that's the toe analogy. 3-3-6 number, wrote in, if Bryce is the final Infinity Stone, he would be the sole gem because to get it, it requires sacrifice. Is that something that you guys understand that I don't? Yes. Okay. Um, good, good text right there, by the way. That was a good text. I will say I'm not surprised, though, now that I look up these guys. For one, I didn't know B. John Robinson was from Arizona. You know Texas. You always think they get their running backs from the state of Texas because they don't need to go out of the state no, they to don't. get them. But he's from Arizona. And then CJ and Bryce are both California kids. So I'm not surprised they skipped on the okay. coleslaw. Yeah. I do. Is it a stupid question for me to ask if you even eat coleslaw out there in California? They know what it is. This seems like a very sheltered question of me. It, I, I am well-traveled, and yet it feels like I haven't gone past the Mississippi with this question. I was, I was about to say, do, do you think it just stops? Like It's like illegal out there? Like, hey, once you cross the Mississippi, well, you can't have coleslaw. Well, I'll tell you, growing up, so my I was born in Indianapolis, moved here before I can even remember anything, like two years old. But when I would go back to Indiana to visit family, visit my dad— they have no clue what sweet tea was. You could not order it. You wow. couldn't do it. I remember going to a Denny's one time in Indianapolis. I ordered grits. Didn't have them. Did not have them there. And I was shocked because as a kid, I ordered grits all the time. So this thing does happen, right? Like it's not like it had every single state has all of the foods. So I just, there's basis for this question. Deion said uh, Colorado was like that. And he said after he said that, I think on the news or some type of uh, platform, he said that he couldn't find any grits making a joke. He said now all the restaurants in the surrounding schools. Sell grits. So I, I ordered grits, and luckily there was a family member also from Texas that knew exactly what I was talking about. But grits on the surface sounds gross. And so the waitress was looking at me like I had like I had three heads. What are you talking about? Grits? Well, what is I mean, that? you are. I mean, you got a large... 
I think you just like saying, because you say that about Willie P. He does, well, because he's lost so much weight now. And because you've lost all the weight with Fella, your head does look disproportionate from his body. I had a question for you. Fellahealth.com. Have y'all ever had California style pizza? Um, I don't know. That's what it, thin crust, right? I don't know what it is. Um, maybe I've I seen have. California Pizza Kitchen, and I remember right. when it used to be in the malls, and now they sell it in the freezer section, and it's always thin crust. Well, then it was in the epicenter, right? I think it was there too. I would always visit other stores there. R.I.P. to the EPI. Yeah, it, it's a ghost town. If you go past the fr- first floor, like you just go up one level, it's a complete ghost town. Have you had it, and do you like it? No, I've always referred to it as like a, I guess a. Hispanic type of like it's more like a uh I don't know how to say this and not come you across. are you are yeah, just try to uh, you are telling just the describe the crush the, the, yes. the fact the that topping. you were so scared to say it yes I don't want to come across only as contribu- offensive only contributes to what could be offensive it's fine yeah are you talking about like what I yeah we'll just move on we'll just move on <laughs> this was <laughs> <laughs> I there's no reason to explore that I've anymore. I've had it one time and it was Did it was like okay. It? Okay, very good. Well, uh, how would you describe the crust? It was like you said, kind of a thin, yeah. a thin layer. I like thin crust pizza, but like I, I guess too. their pizza is more kind of what you said, got to talk about. And you get a Mexican pizza, I guess, is the best. I guess that's the best. Remember when they it. brought it back? When they brought it back to Taco Bell, people rejoiced like the McRib when it comes back to McDonald's. TC says in Cali, it's all about the guacamole. Okay. I'm not eating guacamole, period. If I, I see like it on my pizza, like, I'm leaving. Sounds That's something good. else that I, that, I, that grew on me. I don't want it on my pizza, but mm-hmm. I do enjoy it with Mexican food. Yeah, 910. Okay, thank you for backing me up. 910 said, coleslaw is some Carolina-ish, Walker. They ain't doing that everywhere. Okay, thank you. I, that's what I was asking. Just wanted to know if this it was sheltered. Carolina? I mean, maybe not, but it's like... You know, because I would swear Texas, you're gonna get that at a but barbecue like, spot. But like barbecue southern, southern for sure, but yeah. not Carolina. Seven hundred four. Seven hundred four gave a bunch of exclamation points and said St. Louis style, style pizza. Don't know about the St. Louis style. Don't know how different that is. Can't tell you I've really had it all that much. Um, looking at scrolling, scrolling. Nine eight zero number said you can't find Duke's mayo up north. That's a true thing. Mm. You don't get that. You get Hellman's. You're not Duke getting stories. Duke's up there in Indiana. What the hell, man? It's got that twang. It does. I heard you, Fitty. That was pretty decent. 704 also said, cheer wine is only available on the East Coast. I remember being in Indiana and then watching a commercial when Sundrop expanded its horizons outside of Carolina. That's a real thing. I remember seeing that. I was like, wait, where am I? I'm not in Indy. Mm. Wait, no, I am. And I remember that being a pretty pretty big deal. So anyways, those are some of the food stuff there. Uh, final last a couple of text messages here before we move on. Uh, Carolina Dave said, Wes is preaching. I took that same journey with coleslaw as he did. That's Carolina Dave writing yeah. that in. So you have some company there. Big Cat Dan gave us the don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby Jiff. And he said, get out of here with that Will Levis stuff. So people not <laughs> exactly a fan of Will Levis. <laughs> last question, and this will bring us back to the NFL draft. Well, and, Eagles and, fans weren't fans of Donovan McNabb. Carry on. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are lots of examples of that. I'm sure. 980 number Evan from Concord said, does the large pool of quarterbacks to pick from for the number one pick mean that we have a higher likelihood of picking a great NFL QB or is it that we're reaching for straws here and all these guys will be bust in the NFL? I thought that was an interesting question. So if you ex- if you expand the pool to choose from, Four in the top five, it's a pretty good amount, especially if you compare it to last year because you didn't have anybody that was even close to going in the top five. 
I don't know if it changes anything. I I like this class. No, I don't think they're better than Drake May or or even Caleb Williams next season. I think Bryce is the closest because he is so good because he has the production. But I like this class. And so, yeah, I think just because of my own opinion on these top four guys, I don't hate Will Levis as much as everyone else. But no, I'm not selecting him number one overall. I feel like you have a pretty good shot. And it's why I've liked Bryce Young as the number one pick this entire time. What do you think about that question, Wes? I think that more quarterbacks doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. But as I've said, I've I've yet to see a draft where there were this many quarterbacks at the top that were fancied as top five picks. How it's going to shake out, we'll see. But to answer the question, I will say, no, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Because mm-hmm. the percentages of first-round quarterbacks turning into successes isn't fantastic. And we'd like to think that all of these guys are going to pan out. But I think that's an interesting conversation to have, especially once we see their fits, is the percentage of these guys that we think will be legit NFL starting quarterbacks, be top half of the league type of good inside of their first, inside of their rookie contract. And I would just say probably by stats alone, two of them will. So... Even though there's more, the Panthers have to get this right. For sure. Oh, yeah. That's always. Because there's a chance a couple of these guys are going to bust out. Yeah. Um, that That's the thing. You expand the odds of everything, which means I guess it doesn't expand the odds. Now I'm doing Zach Galifianakis numbers <laughs> equations all around. And so, yeah, but it, I don't I don't know if it expands. But I thought it was a good question, an interesting thought to have coming into this selection process. So I do think that drafting Bryce Young, you're drafting the smartest person. You're drafting the processor. And I don't want to say smart as general IQ because I hate tropes that come along with that. So that's not what I mean. When it comes to diagnosing coverages, defenses at the line of scrimmage, Bryce Young has shown an ability to do that better than anyone we've seen in quite some time. With his 98 S2 score when it comes to processing, just look at the film. The guy knows exactly what he's doing, right? Bryce Young seems like the very mature pick, even if he is very small compared to NFL QB standards. It does feel like, Wes, this is the final piece, the final Infinity Stone. Somebody said the Sacra Bryce, if you will, which was great with Jimmy Taters writing that in. When we talked about sacrifice, Mm -hmm. Sacra Bryce, I'm a bigger fan than you are, apparently. But with all of that being said, it does feel like the last piece to a very mature, stable organization after everything that's happened this offseason. Yeah, it does. And so they surrounded the would-be first-round pick with a lot of talent. We've talked about that. So they have a chance to come in, and I think the pressure – Again, we talked about another element is going to be the pressure. It's going to be all the more on that pick, especially if it is Bryce Young. When we talk about his processing and how I believe he'll come in immediately and be able to absorb the playbook and be able to do a lot of things that rookies don't do. But what that said is with all of the things that are around said pick, we expect their development to accelerate. And if it doesn't, we're going to feel like something is wrong. Like maybe you give a mulligan after the first year, But if they don't come in, especially if it's Bryce Young, with everything that we know about how smart of a player he is, if he comes in and for some reason, which I think is highly unlikely, but if he were to come in for some reason and not be ready to go and have success 
with a stable group around him from offensive line to receiver to running back, we would feel like, eh, is, is he what we thought he was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and you're always going to have doubt if it doesn't work out afterwards. So that would come. And look, fans are not patient. I mean, there's only some level of patience coming in. It's always a little bit worse than what you expect yourself to be, right? Like, and I kind of equate this very minor level here. But people were excited about Kai Jones because you have all this athleticism. When the Charlotte Hornets traded back in the first round, we're like, okay, we're cool with this two-year project. But now, it, okay, it's been two years. He still hasn't developed. And now people are like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> you know, because it's tough to be patient as a fan. I totally get it. It's why, hey, let's tank, let's tank, let's tank. When fans ask for that, it's like, okay, are you ready for this to be a possible three, four, yes, even five-year process? No. Okay, the patience runs thin. So, yeah, like, if how patient are you going to be with the guy that is supposed to come in and help right away? And I, I'm even speaking about myself, by the way. There is self-awareness. I expect Bryce Young to come in, and we've talked about this, help Carolina win right now more than any of the other QBs. And if sure. that doesn't happen, because the NFL is hard, because the salary cap, because the very sport itself is designed to keep the playing field as even as possible. And so if Carolina doesn't come out gangbusters, if you come out with a bad start or unexpected bad start, then we're going to be having these conversations, right? And you'll have some on one side of the fence saying, no, everybody slow down, just be chill. And others like, hey, you know, I knew he was small. You know, I knew we should have gone after somebody like CJ, S2 test be damned. You know, I saw what I saw against Georgia. So you're going to have that afterwards. But we can only do what we have with the film, the S2 test if you want, the combine if you want. And we got to go back into that S2 test because something came out about that, how a couple of the scores were inaccurate. And I feel like he was very much describing C.J. Stroud. Well, there's a there there's a lot of talk about that, and that sucks with CJ, and it, and it has this whole time. I always it's why we didn't really talk about it, Wes. Yeah. You know, like we didn't dive into CJ Stroud having such a bad score and wanting to hold that against him. And I guess we did. There was a report about it being 18. Then reports came out about it not being 18. Here's my question: It absolutely would benefit CJ Stroud in that party to come out with the actual test score, but. I wonder if you're also talking about Stroud maybe scoring still last behind Richardson, behind Levis, behind Bryce Young, but it also not being as bad as 18. So are you in this weird area where you don't want to show your test when really you were like in the 50th percentile, maybe like 55th, whatever number you want to put in that middle. So you don't want to put that out there, but you also want it to let it be known that you're not in the 18th, right? And that's sure. that's what sucks. That That's what sucks about C.J. Stroud and that whole entire process in his camp. Yeah, and I, I think C.J. Stroud, if I was to bet on which two I think are going to be standout NFL players, I still think it's going to be him and Bryce Young. I think that C.J. Stroud, when you look at the throws he can make, I think some of those reports were put out there by teams that are trying to keep teams away from them so or from him so they can get him. Well, and and you're seeing that actually work, at least in mocks. Who knows? Who knows until it actually happens tomorrow? Tomorrow is when we're going to find out. But it has been working with some of the reports that you see and some of the mocks. He could end up in a good situation because of this. It could end up being a blessing. If he slides down the board and goes to a team where he can step into a lot of good uh, stuff, a lot of good insulation of talent, he could end up doing his thing too. Um, By the way, 
Uh, I do want to get to some of this other content. Frank Reich spoke yesterday to media, so I definitely want to get to that. There's a lot of bullet points that were good, but we had organic conversation. We got to what we were supposed to, and then everybody else had a bunch of fire text on the text line, including from Moose, which I still want the Bryce Young puns. I like Sacra Bryce a lot more than Wes. Apparently, (laughs) I'm childish. That's totally fine. But Moose just wrote in, it'll be Brycing on the cake when the Panthers hit him. I mean, look, I'm sorry. I'm a fan. I like it. Are we okay with Bryson on the cake? No, I'm not. You think I'm so lame, don't you? I did not think you're lame. (laughs) I'm a fan. I think you have a good sense of humor. I like it. Bryson on the cake, baby. You were just a sheltered, uncultured swine. That's to Wes. Usually, that's the first time ever. Like, usually it's to me, but that's the first time. Thank you for clarifying. All right, Vinny, what you got for us in our first flash of the day? All right. Well, you know... I pushed for this in the pre-show. Didn't want to talk about it. Wes didn't want to talk about it. But last night, the Islanders went into PNC Arena. They forced a game six. Here's what it sounded like last night. (laughs) Turnover. Did you really do this? A shot and a score. (laughs) Pierre Engvall gives the Islanders... The rare first period goal and the lead that comes with it. Engvall shot and it goes in with chaos surrounding the Carolina net. Couldn't get it to go there. Redirect, a tip and run, they score. Carolina's on the board. Turned over. Here's Barzell's got a step. Has Paul Horvat with him. Barzell will shoot it and score. All that yesterday. Matthew Barzell rockets one at four on four and restores the Islanders. Two-goal lead. Ten seconds left. We really have to sit here and listen to all this. (laughs) You're a punk. And that will do it. The horn sounds. And the Islanders will live to fight another day. Mm. I mean, enjoy it while it lasts. It's, it's <laughs> like almost like Hockey Fitty knows what he's talking about. Uh, no, you know how to put clips together. Right, because you thought they were going to win game four, too. That's all you... I can't believe you made us listen to all of that before we move on. Like, that was how well, long... I didn't want to do it before we brought on a Canes guest at 220, but I've done it for every game of the series, whether the Islanders have won or lost. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. That is fair. So at least uh, you did Before we go to break, seesaw. 49ers exploring a trade for Lamar Jackson. Just putting that out there. Okay. So we'll what? talk. Um, oh, that, that gotcha. <laughs> okay. That is a good just team. putting that out there. Everybody you know. else, if you reacted in your car just like Fitty did, then maybe we can give you some more of that <laughs> coming up next on Wes and Walker. And I guess we'll talk a little bit more about the NFL. Draft Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love. Hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
We're back. This is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Charlotte FC Major League Soccer is now in season. And the WFNZ Jack Daniels Doghouse is open for business. The Doghouse doors will open up three hours before every home match. So stop by and get ready for kickoff with some of your favorite friends. Join us for the pregame and postgame parties at the Jack Daniels Doghouse. Coming to you live from the Audi Charlotte studio and brought to you by Jack Daniels, Pepsi, and powered by the Garage Door Guru text line. Only from Sports Radio 92.7, the exclusive home of the Charlotte sports fan. Hit us up. Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Hit up those socials. Hit the follow button. WFNZ Instagram. Follow our story every day. We're taking you behind the scenes, showing you our pretty faces letting you in on all of the behind the scenes that you want to see during this show, the WFNZ Twitter and the Wesson Walker Twitter. And then for your homework, you can find our personal Twitters. Let's see if you can come up with the right ones, especially with the blue check <laughs> removed. When you're a big dog like Walker, you get blue checks. So but not that's anymore. gone from him. I, I wonder, I, that is funny <laughs> that you sell it that way. Not the blue check, but just go hunt for the Twitter handle yourself. I wonder if that actually works because we're not actually giving them the tools to follow us. They have to go find the tools themselves. This yeah. is like to teach a man to fish, not just give him the fish. I wonder <laughs> if that's actually effective. All right. So we talked about yesterday, the Reddit blurb that came across. It had the NFL draft world on fire saying that Will Levis was telling people that he was going to be the number one pick of the draft and that the Panthers told him as much. And so we asked the question, is there really any fire to this Will Levis smoke? And so the thing for me is that, the reason why I kind of didn't disregard it is so specific. Like, that's one of the things. Oh, that's too. how they get you. That's how good lies It's so get specific. You, this is true. And I'm definitely not a trusting uh, individual. You know what I'm saying? But when you think about just how specific that was, like, why that tweet? Why put it that way? What, like, and then the fact that SportsCenter brought it up as well. And I was like, okay, this thing has definitely got some traction because if they're talking about it, because, you know, normally no. a sports news service like that. That's the mothership, as they call it. If they felt like, oh, this is just something on Reddit, whatever. Oh, they want the content, Wes. They do. They do. They do. They do. So I know you believe there's no fire to this, but no, it's has all that fizzle. Change? I don't all know if you've fizzle. heard of fire or fizzle before, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this is all fizzle. Will Levis going number one. Yeah, man, we can see this happen. There, There's something that comes from Reddit. People that believe in the conspiracy theory that you might tab this and say, okay, there's some real truth to it. I'm actually going to put some money on Will Levis being number one overall, and then you lose it because all this was was influenced on a website where everybody comes together and talks about a bunch of different stuff. And, yeah, and sure. that that's how it happened. So for me, it would be interesting if anybody bought it, right? Like, okay, I, I'm, not, I'm not just going to throw it to the wayside completely. At first, I will look up how much have people actually bought into this, mm -hmm. and nobody did. People that you have, you don't have to trust, right? But people that I do, whether, you know, whatever, whatever NFL insider, media member, whoever you want to talk about, looking at anybody's account, nobody fell for it. In fact, later mock drafts were released, later reports, insider intel. Nobody is telling you that Will Levis is going to go number one overall. So to me, it seems pretty simple to just put it to the side and say, nah, man, Bryce Young, He's the number one pick, and I'm not going to be swayed by what was on Reddit a couple days ago. Fiddy, did you buy into it any? 
No, I learned my lesson with the Arian Foster leaking the, the, <laughs> <laughs> leaking the scripts out back in training camp. Yeah, oh, that was a good moment. Y you know, the, the thing is with them is that, I mean, because, I mean, our boss said that he that's who he would pick. Like, there is still a lot of people that think that way, that he should be the, the first quarterback taken off the board because of his – you know, muscular arms and all the things that you can do with with his with his uh, prototype. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can like Will Levis, right? Like I, I don't like him. Well, and I know you don't. I, I like him more than than I think. I don't know about most. He has a case. Polarizing. Yeah. He has a case that you could take him because when you look at certain quarterbacks' numbers from the past that have been taken, just Josh Allen to be specific, mm -hmm. and there have been a couple of others too that. If you do look at his physical tools, the testing and everything like that, there are things. And then also you go and you take a look at the NFL at its core and you look at the quarterbacks who start and the supporting cast that they have. And Will Levis doesn't come from a football factory. and He kind of did make the most of what he could, especially uh, the year before last when he had a talented group and he had a much better year. I believe he went 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. But it's like when you start going through the divisions and you look at guys, and these weren't guys that came from factories that had to be the catalyst for their schools. Just look in this division. You look at the Saints. Derek Carr had to be that guy. Desmond Ritter, if he ends up starting, comes from uh, Cincinnati. Then you go take a look. Jordan Love's going to be starting for the for the uh, Packers coming from Utah State. Kirk Cousins went to Michigan State when they weren't necessarily. Michigan State is a good program, not necessarily a, a powerhouse. Daniel Jones from Duke. Dak Prescott went to Mississippi State. This wasn't a school uh, that was, you know, like that. Good school, but not fantastic. Kenny Pickett at Pitt. Uh, of course, Joe Burrow had a, a, a crazy team around here. You're going down the whole list. Yeah, but just saying, <laughs> just trying to give enough support yeah. there to let people know that, hey, most of the quarterbacks in the NFL, and then, like I said, Patrick Mahomes is the best example you could get, as you can't name a receiver on that Texas Tech team that he had. And so a lot of the teams and the quarterbacks that have to do something come from these schools where they have to make nothing out of something. So I think there is a case to be made if Will Levis ended up being the pick that you could bring yourself around to liking him. Are you buying any of what I'm selling here? Would you still be furious if they picked him? Yeah, I, I would. I want Bryce Young pretty favorably so i mean anything can happen in the nfl draft where guys can pan out right i mean i i understand that but yeah i'd be mad like i want bryce young and i don't want will levis over bryce young with that being said if will levis is your pick later on then number one overall let's let's say the colts take him at number four let's say you know he falls a little bit further than that Tennessee, they're kind of linked to C.J. Stroud right now if he falls, but let's say it's Will Levis that does fall. Tennessee wants somebody because they don't trust Malik Willis, and Ryan Tannehill is not the QB of the future. That would make a lot of sense to me. So, yes, if your argument is there's a case for him to be good, I totally buy that. But do I want to take Will Levis over Bryce Young? No. I want Bryce Young. I've been on Bryce Young the entire time, wanting him to be the number one overall pick. Will Levis is not going to sway me from that. Fiddy, you had something. Yeah, here's going to be the slogan for if the Panthers or any team address Will Levis. Uh -oh. We will, we will punt the ball. I think he's going to be the worst quarterback in this draft. <laughs> I think he will be worse than Anthony Richardson, a guy in whose last college game was 9 of 27. I think he'll be worse than Hendon Hooker. I, I just don't see – I mean, unless Levis falls into, like, the most perfect situation, which might be, what, Seattle maybe? Maybe they got they get the most out of him or whatever. I, I don't see this guy being a difference maker at the position. So, real quick, though, 
do we think that this is the most ridiculous moment in the Panthers huh. offseason? Because uh, we've had many this wild is, and crazy moments. This is what I want to do a little bit later on as well. Fiddy is going to give you his favorites. It is going to be a draft edition, and it will be Panthers offseason moves and storylines. So it doesn't mean hiring Frank Reich, only the hires and the moves that the Panthers made. It's the storylines like McCown's comment to CJ Stroud. Hey, we'll play one-on-one when you come to Charlotte. And then everybody lost their mind. It will be, remember the Sean Payton rumors <laughs> when, when Sean Payton, everybody, so much. yeah, there was a lot. And so we can talk about some of the checkpoints. That is the Panthers off season. Is it the craziest one? The fact that it's behind Reddit, it gives it some real validity to being the craziest or it gives it some real credence there. I, I, the Sean Payton stuff was kind of nuts. Yeah. The shot, because we're talking about David Tepper wanting Sean Payton rumors are that he, I mean, this guy was going on Cowherd talking about the process of what it would take to trade for him. That's funny. Like we don't see that when people are talking about arrogant. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that That's what I thought. It all was. of it. All of it. It's just the, the whole situation was hilarious. I think the Sean Payton stuff is probably the most ridiculous. Okay. Well, when we come back on the Wesson Walker show, we're going to get into another mock draft melee. One of Walker's Watch favorites. Out. One of my favorites. This is the Wesson Walker show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.